0: We're going to get to prayer time here in just a moment, but I, I want to uh, start a little bit of a short mini series tonight, maybe over the next two to three weeks um, on in, in Philippians chapter four. Uh, notice here, I'm just going to read beginning in verse number four. Uh, Paul tells these dear saints here, these believers, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Let me pause there. You ever thought about the the blessing of the fact that God has given us a command to be happy? Isn't that good? You know, I think it's Spurgeon that said it. He said, isn't it a blessing? Isn't it it awesome to to, to see that God has given us? delight has 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 said for may delight to be a duty. I mean think about that. God Almighty gives us a command and he tells us be happy. Be joyful. And 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 be joyful all the time and we know it's in the Lord. But it says let your moderation, that word moderation is your gentleness, your your meekness, your control uh, be known unto all men. Why are we uh, Why are we uh, of a gentle spirit? It's because the Lord is at hand. The Lord is here. He's present. He's coming. We can trust Him. And notice that verse six and seven is going to be the verses that I believe the Holy Spirit would have us concentrate on just for a couple of weeks. It says, "Be careful for nothing." That word "careful" means. Exactly what if you switch those words around, you could see it. It says full of care. But it means anxious, loaded down. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, we'll get into verse eight here in a couple of weeks, but I'll, I'll stop there for tonight. Let's pray together. Father, thank you again for the precious word. And I thank you for the precious Holy Spirit who is our teacher. He's our guide. And Lord, I know good and well, I have no power at all to illumine the hearts of these precious people before me. And I have no capability of understanding apart from your illumination apart from you just breathing life on us tonight and helping these truths to sink deeply within and that it might change us and that we might be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, Lord, have your way and, and we will be very, very careful to give you the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The title of this series is going to be Protectors of the Peace of God. Protectors of the peace of God. I don't know, I haven't, I haven't met, I don't know that I've ever met anyone that does not want peace. Peace. What a wonderful, wonderful, uh, attitude and attribute, uh, to have a gift, uh, that is from God, that gift of peace that comes only as the verse clearly states at the end of verse 7 it only comes through Christ Jesus but do you know there are many many enemies of peace many there are antagonizers of peace there there are uh Antagonists and, and enemies of peace that want to persecute God's people to take away that peace. And what God has, has given us through Jesus Christ, that peace, He has given us a way to protect that peace. Almost like a citadel, if you will, a, a fortress, a fort that, that surrounds our mind and our heart. And and we we hold is to hold that peace in and it's to keep the enemy out from taking away that peace. And so the next few weeks, I want to talk about ways that we can understand that God has equipped us to to guard that peace so that we can let the peace of God rule in our hearts. Always, you know, thoughts. Are words we say to ourselves. I wonder what kind of words you've been telling yourself today. What about this week? Have they been words of peace? You see, the thoughts and conclusions of your mind affect the way you feel. You know, worry is an action. Worry is a choice. It's not a feeling. uh, We need to understand that. What it does is it creates a feeling. Worry creates a feeling that is not good. You see, the enemy of worry... The, the or, or I should say worry as the enemy will wreak havoc on us and our thoughts if we don't stand guard. And uh, I'm glad Brother Mike chose that song. I didn't even I had no idea. He had no idea what I was preaching tonight and I didn't have any idea what song he had chosen. But, but we need to stand guard against the robbers of peace, the, the persecutors of peace. And you see, there are ways that Paul gives the Philippians and gives us tonight to protect the peace of God and and, and that a way that we can uh, truly live in an attitude and heart and mindset of peace. Now, that that word there, if you notice with me in verse six, where it says, be careful for nothing. Again, that word goes back to being anxious But the the root word of that word anxious is actually comes from the idea of being divided. The Greek word, the root word of that Greek means uh, divided. And what God is telling us in this passage is that we do not we don't need to be divided, double minded about anything. We need to be single minded, single mindedly. Towards Christ. And so we see here that he's saying, don't don't be divided in anything. And this is my. Um, this is my uh, what are you, it's not a it's not a translation for sure. It's a, maybe a paraphrase. We'll just call it that. This is Brinson's paraphrase of how I understand what Paul is telling the Philippians here. And if you think I'm off, just talk to me later. I'm sure you could probably give me a better one, but. But I I, I I see it this way: under no circumstance, under no situation, should I be divided in my thoughts about what God has said. Under no circumstance should I be divided in my thoughts. About what God has said in his word. You see what worry does worry are my thoughts on the possibilities. Of what could happen, what might happen, but thank God when I have my thoughts on the Lord, it is fixed on God's promises it's it's certain. It's not uncertainties that I, my thoughts are fe- feeding on. It's certainties. And that will help my mind stay focused and single-minded. And that's what we're going to do uh, with God's help. And but But God's given us some ways to be able to do that. It's one thing to say, okay, be single-minded. <laughs> All right, preacher, thanks. But how do we do that? <laughs> well... I'm sure the Philippians were thinking the same thing. And Paul's going to give them some ways. I'm going to give you three. We're only going to do one tonight. But in, from this verse, we see that God gives Paul gives these dear Christians three ways to protect the peace of God. It's prayer, praise and their perception. Their prayer, their praise and their perception. Or you could say their pondering what you're thinking upon. Tonight, I just want to look for a few moments at this, this truth of prayer being a protector. Um, you know, Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, he says, uh, bringing, uh, bringing every thought into obedience. It says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of Christ and bringing into captivity every thought. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that gets that going back. Hey, there's a filter and there is there is a way to keep my mind focused on Christ. And it should be. And I believe that one of the things that he mentions first here is the way to do that is prayer. So we understand we could define prayer in many ways tonight. No doubt about it. Prayer has all different aspects. In fact, if you look at this verse, there are four aspects of prayer. You got prayer, you got supplication, you have request. And then Thanksgiving is a form of prayer as well. So you got four aspects of prayer just right here in this verse. I'm going to separate Thanksgiving just kind of the idea of praise, the subject of praise, how we keep out uh, robbers of peace and persecutors of peace with our praise. But but there are many aspects of prayer do you know prayer shows us or, or demonstrates a dependence on the Lord? May we remember this tonight. I, I, I referenced some of my notes back from when we studied Quieting a Noisy Soul by Brother Jim Byrd. That study helped me so much. I, I want to go through it again, really. It's just some wonderful truths there. But, but one of the things he pointed out is that self-dependence... Is the essence of unbelief. Okay. Self-dependence is the essence of unbelief. So what does prayer do? Prayer is a conscious shift from self-dependence to God-dependence. It's like, I'm going to stop trying to carry this thing. I, I am going to go from a self-dependence to a God-dependence. And let us remember, brethren, tonight, God never intended us for us to live this life alone. Amen. Never did He intend for us to walk through life alone. No, my friend. He intended to walk with us. Man. Prayer is resting. In the person of God. You come to God. Yes, we come for request. Yes, we come uh, for uh, different reasons and, and, and pray. But listen, when we come to God, we are coming acknowledging that we are resting in the person of God. The triune God. Our Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Who all have a part in our prayer life. And we realize that prayer is resting in the person of God. Then I think that's one of the reasons we can understand that that is such a protector. Against the robbers of peace. When we're fixed on the triune God and his person, as we think upon his attributes, his great power and provision, his great grace and holiness, his great love and mercy, his great long suffering and kindness, his great patience, his 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 just his desire to love on us and to lead us and to correct us, it is a dependence. It is resting in the Lord. But prayer is not only resting in the person of God, but I believe prayer is releasing care and control unto the Lord. All right, so look back at our passage. The Bible says that we ought to not be divided or weighed down by being divided in anything for nothing but he's going to tell us but the remedy the the protector the citadel against the persecutors of peace which is worry it says but in everything by prayer and supplication so rare, prayer is is coming to the lord and releasing that burden that care that is in my life, and I'm releasing it to him, and I'm also releasing control unto the Lord, saying, Lord, this belongs to you. Brother Christian, I'd like to give a little bit of a demonstration. You mind coming up to the front? I warned him a little bit. All right. No, folks, I'm not going to work out. I promise you here. I'm not, I would not embarrass myself like that. Neither you, okay? Well, what I have here is a thirty-five pounder. Okay, so it's 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 fairly weighty here, but we're just going to use it for demonstration purposes. All right. So I'm going to rest this on my shoulder, and this thirty-five pound weight. And again, this is just for illustration's sake. This is this is demonstrating a a, a burden of mine in the spiritual realm. Okay and it's already st- I'm already starting to feel it pretty good okay on my shoulder and um and this is me as a christian okay just carrying this burden and it weighs on me daily and i'm thinking about it so my mind is divided because it's 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 i'm i got it on me i'm thinking on it and and i'm thinking and my mind is divided so i got this and the lord so i can't Think single mindedly on the Lord with this with trying to carry this burden. I, I can't do that at the same time. It's impossible. So what I have to do, and sometimes you have to do it dozens and dozens and dozens of times even in one day, but what I have to get in the practice of and what this verse is saying is. Be careful for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, let your request with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Part of that is releasing that burden onto the Lord. Now, we're going to pretend or demonstrate that that uh Christian's going to demonstrate God taking the burden. OK, and so, Christian, I'm going to come and I'm going to release this burden unto you and you're going to take it. Now, Christian, is that you're going to you're demonstrating God's power. Is that burden heavy for you? Not a, are you sure? Are you sure? Now, folks, now get it. Sometimes as God's children, sometimes we do question the Lord about that. Lord, you sure you got this? Are you Are you sure? And what we'll do, and, and sometimes we do this because we're stubborn and, and ignorant and we're sheep, this is what we'll do when when and again that worry is now I'm I'm I feel so much lighter freer I can just focus on the Lord I don't have that 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 weight on me I'm not even thinking about that weight it's gone God took it if I gave it to him but what I'll do if I'm not careful many times I'm going to take it because God does give it back when we take it that way and we say God I don't know if you got this I I, I. I'll take it, God, I'll take it. And we may not say that verbally, but folks, that's what we'll do if we're not careful. Lord, give me the burden. Just let me carry it. And God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to come back and say, Lord, never mind, I do not want this. (laughs) Lord, please take that burden. And He's so long-suffering, folks. We have to do that oftentimes, don't we? But thank God He's there to take it every time in prayer. And that's what we do. We That's why prayer is a protector. Because prayer is a way that I can come to God and cast all my care upon Him. Because He careth for me. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, brother. You did a great job. I'm sure you're sorry about that dirt on your shirt, brother. All right. We come to the Lord. We release the care and control unto Him, those burdens, and then we also come in prayer, uh, requesting wisdom and power and grace to guard against the enemies of peace. And so tonight, may the Lord just help us to understand that prayer is most certainly a guard against the enemies of peace. Let's be single-minded tonight. And let's use prayer the way God intended to use prayer, to come to Him and to focus on Him, to, to rejoice in Him, and, and to be at ease. That's how I can be gentle. That's how I can be meek. Whereas it says, let your moderation be known unto all men. It's because I'm being single-minded and I'm not trying to carry the world and live the Christian life at the same time. But I am continually Passing it on to the Lord. I'm casting it as, as the Bible says. Let's have prayer. Father, I do thank you for the truth of your word tonight. I just want to practice what I'm preaching, Lord. I don't want to carry the burdens of life. I want to cast them upon you. And uh, Lord, I, I know that you want us to, to understand the power of prayer, that as we come to you and we think upon you, the power you behold daily. Uh, Lord, to keep us focused. And I know that this world is seeking to drag us down, Lord, into the dumps. I know the devil. Lord, He, you work upon truth, Father, but the devil works upon lies. And I know, Lord, he's trying to feed us lies every day. So, Lord, may we pray even right now that you would protect us from the the fiery darts of the wicked, That we would hold up the shield of faith and believe our God. Lord, we love you because you first loved us. May you help us tonight in our prayer time. May we be Holy Spirit led and filled. And and Lord, may you have your will and way. Oh God, we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen.